and then examine it trends Listen to two best friends, you just have the word on the strings The podcast where we unpack straight culture. And let our fang flag fly. I'm Sam. And I'm Joe. Welcome back. Another wonderful week here in the Word on the Straits Digital Studios. Welcome back, everyone. You know, it's so good to be here in the cyberspace with you all. <laughs> Joe, I wanted to ask, right? I mean, you were just at the beach. I wanted to know if your <sighs> your month away from our bunker was worth the trip to the beach. Was it? Wow. Worth it, leaving so early in order to be able to go and spend time with your family. Yeah, for context, I was like quarantining at Sam's house. If you follow the pod, maybe you know. But then I was like, oh shit, we need to like strictly social distance two weeks before my fam goes to the beach because we're not trying to fuck around, but we wanted to go to the beach. So in like the middle of the night, like a sneaky thief, I moved out of Sam's house into my house, which is coincidentally next door. But it was worth it. It was fun. Like the beach was good. And there was a That's very so nice great. And like oh, nice. scenario, it was like some nice digs, but we couldn't get the security deposit back. So we were like, let's do it. But it was oh, fun. On the, okay. On the house. I get it now. Yeah. Regardless, it was very fun. I um, heard rumblings that you were wearing masks indoors. Like everyone in the house was, had to wear masks while they were in the common areas, which I think is a great idea. Yeah. Well, my mom famously is working on some vaccines and shit. So she was like not fucking around. So she was like, yeah, we're going to wear masks inside unless we're eating just like get used to it. And I was like, okay, like Mary, I'm here. I'm complying. I trust Deb. If she tells me to do something, I do it. Yeah. Um, I saw a headline today that Dr. Fauci said that we will have a vaccine by the end of the year. And when I read that, I was like, this is a gotcha headline. He, they definitely mean by the end of 2021. And then I looked and actually clicked on the article and it meant 2020. And I was like, there's like, could that be true? Yes, it could be true. Like the vaccine is already being tested and it works, but it's like not been tested to be used on humans yet. And it's like, probably fine but they're still doing those trials and shit so just like doing it and then it's like next fall will be when like people like you and i the general public who like aren't at high risk will get it but like people at high risk and like healthcare workers will get it before that before fall 2021 because it will have been at least like able to be tested because it's going at a crazy rate it is faster than normal yeah 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 because they're like focused on this which makes yeah. sense yeah um like my mom normally works for um in like hiv aids research but they've like had to put a lot of that on pause not all of it but like they switch gears to covid which is like that sucks there's just more disease i hate it regardless um i painted my room today it's like almost done i'm so proud is it and it's like a sort of a white off-white gray yeah she really needed to be brightened up so i painted some walls white and i'm putting like a huge ass mirror on the wall from like lord knows when that's some ancient mirror i found in my basement i'm like yeah that's going up here sounds amazing um life updates for me you know since last time we recorded i Mm. did run two half marathons that's Uh, fucking crazy so you ran a marathon 
got kind of, well, I actually have already ran a whole marathon this past week because, well, I ran my first half marathon and then this past weekend I ran 14 miles. And then over the last couple of days, I ran an extra like 12 miles. So I got to the full marathon point over a couple of days, but you know, I'm just continuing my training. It's going really well. I'm really proud of myself. I'm proud of you. It's like, remember when I was the runner and I went on a two mile run the other day and like my knee hurts too much for me to do anything right now. So, okay. Well, the awful thing, you're about slaying. Run- the awful thing about running is that like, I can do a half marathon, but then this morning I ran six miles and it was so much harder just because like the humidity and it's like anything, mm. anything that's easy can actually be hard if you do it at the wrong time. If you do it in a swamp, it's going to be hard. Yeah. Everything's harder in a swamp. That's like, is, I mean, like the ground is probably way stickier and harder to oh, yeah. just like lift off. There's probably way more trees to avoid. It sounds horrible. Even like making friends is hard in a swamp. Like doing a lot of things is hard in a swamp. Yeah. Way less densely populated. Yeah. Less likely to make a friend. But, you know, like the week back from the beach, it's been fine. It's been fine. Still unemployed, still standing. (laughs) Kind of your vibe. (laughs) Unemployed, but a stand. But a stand, nonetheless. I am so excited about our guest today. I feel like the universal lines aligns for us to have her on. I've just been such a fan for so long. And I know I, I didn't even know that I had formerly patronized this uh, person. Oh right? my God, of course. Yes. I'm yeah. yes. not making a mistake. We can talk about it. No, let's uh, talk about it now before yeah. we bring her on. Oh. Sam purchased a beautiful print. No, not a print, an OG, I think of a little Sailor Moon portrait that our guest drew and gave it to me as a present. At TakoshoCon, the Pittsburgh anime convention. Sickening. Years ago, before I even knew I was gay or what drag no. was. Wait, our guest is giving me eyes. Sam, you're thinking of a different person. I'm present. thinking of something else. Okay, yeah, you I bought me another Sailor Moon else. thing at TakoshoCon. You also oh. bought me a print from Bijou. It's okay. Irregardless, please welcome to the pod a queen of legendary status. Um, she is the queen, as far as I'm concerned. Mary, please welcome to the pod, Bijou, Bijou Bentley. Bentley. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Oh my God, it is our pleasure. The pleasure is literally all mine. You I'm look so ravishing. Thank you. This is yeah. such a Luke. I know it's a audio format, but you are serving. Thank you. I mean, you know. Like I said, I didn't want to like be that girl that's like all dressed up for a podcast, which I know is like not visual, but sure, you never know. No, you never know, and you got to be ready. Sometimes you just have to stunt on the kids, and you really are. Frequently, people will make jokes that they're, you know, I'm in full drag for this podcast, blah 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 blah. But I've never said that in my life. No need to make a joke today because Bijou has (laughs) decked herself out in an incredible pink and blue, amazing look. It's an ice cream dream, honestly. Well, like, and I just I needed to wear something, you know, appropriate for the mm, pod. Sickening. Lovely. How are Did you today, Bijou? The Jigglypuff crop I'm top. doing pretty well. It's my day off today, so I'm like, ideally, like day off is like chill, but my day off today is like, let me run my errands, my safe errands. Mm. It's mostly just post office. Like post office is like my weekly errands. Um, we stand the USPS. Honestly, yeah. we have to support it any way possible. I'm always mailing stuff, whether it's like stickers or just love letters or 
art or whatever. And it's yes. like, I was planning on going Monday. And then they were like, can you come into work super early? And I was like, okay. And then I was like, okay, I'll just do all my errands Tuesday. And then they did the same thing to me Tuesday. The I saw you tweet about that. Mm. It's my day off. I'm going to the post office, whether I like it or not. I need to get this stuff out of my house. And this I went, girl I is that. moving merch. It's she moving. Tried. I got to get it out of here. <laughs> oh my God, iconic. I mailed something like with my own postage for the first time a couple days ago. I was, uh, you know, I hadn't opened up a, I mean, like I've like sent things back using like the return label or whatever, but I put a stamp on an envelope and wow. opened up the mailbox and slipped it in there. It worked like a charm. Ye old Pony Express. So. It surprises me, and I think it's just I go to the post office so much, and I've mailed stuff so much for like so long that I go to the post office, and I realize that I could do like stamps.com or something and save myself the trouble. But I like the experience of going to the post office. But so many people don't know how to do anything. Uh, uh, yeah, it does get like, I mean, I guess you don't need it that much these days. But like, I go and like the lines aren't that long. It's just people don't know what they're doing. The line was long when I went, like in early quarantine, and I was like, this is a nightmare scenario. Everyone is just standing in line with their packages in this like dense room, and there was just like a big piece of plexiglass hanging from chains from the ceiling. And I was like, this is dark, but it was fine. I sent the package. It was it was chill. And I it got feel where like it needed to go. Yeah. Good. In the end. I feel like anytime I'm waiting in a line that's taking a long time, it every person in front of me takes like 10 minutes up at the front and then I get to the front of the line and get done with my stuff in like 15 seconds and I don't understand what took these people so long, like what they were doing. That's me at the post office every week. <laughs> okay, but Bijou, do you remember the Sailor Moon little print that you made? Because I, I totally do. have it. I do. I remember I specifically was like, a friend had asked me to make them. And then I was like, oh, let, let me just make prints. That was probably like 2017 or like early yeah. 2018. Most F. Most yeah, time. it was my first time doing like little prints of anything. Oh, I um, love it. I'm and so did you glad. do all nine or did you just do the I think I just five. did the first five. Yeah. I'm Not like deep. a fake Sailor Moon fan and I really don't know anything about it. I <laughs> love that. I, I bought a shirt the other day because it was cute and it was at work and I was like people are going to ask me and I don't. My boyfriend loves, like grew up I with love it. That. But mm -hmm. I like, I tried watching like two episodes and I was like, I, it's cute and I appreciate it, but I like can't get into no, it. No, that's so real. It's like, I mean, I was introduced when I was literally in kindergarten. And like, I feel first... like I probably don't even remember, like was not conscious when I first watched the show. You know what I mean? Absolute. We talk about Sailor Moon so much on yeah, this Yeah, it comes up on every episode. It's fine. I just stand. But season three is where it gets like goth as fuck. And like the kids sort of just like, I don't know where they go. They just expect the kids to sit through this like goth opera. And I was there sitting through it. So like, I would say season three gets cool. Maybe but, something I have to like put on as like background noise while I'm doing stuff and like, right on. Kind of like catch my attention. Joe, how many times would you estimate you have seen the 200 episode run of the original Sailor Moon show? Only once. I'm on my second rewatch right now. Mm, okay. Yeah. But like we watched them on like Cartoon Network in like whatever they put on. Okay, I get it. I thought you would. I thought you would have told me that you had seen it like at least twice. But we're working on it. We're working on it. There's a lot of it, and like yeah, you gotta take it in chunks because it is like a lot. She's a lot. 
pretty repetitive. <laughs> oh, sure I heard, how, oh, sorry, go sorry. ahead, Sam. I heard today that a new Lana Del Rey album drops on Friday, and I was so shocked that I hadn't heard about it at all from you. Uh, do you and, know what the title is? And when I heard about it, I do know what the title is. When I heard about it, I said, oh, that's weird. She just released an album, like, a couple months ago, and I looked up the dates, and Norman fucking Rockwell came out a full year ago. And Absolutely. that's just how time has flown for us this past year. But I was shocked that I didn't know anything about it until today, Wednesday, the day, two days before the release. Yeah. Ugh, Miss Lana. It's called, Bijou, do you know what it's called? I haven't even heard anything about this yet. Oh my God. Miss Lana probably wrote a quarantine album like everybody else. And, but I think this actually might've been planned even before quarantine, but it's called Chemtrails Over the Country Club. It's the most Lana Del Rey thing I've ever heard. She doubled down on Norman fucking Rockwell somehow. It's, and I just have to give it up for her for that. But like, remember that crazy letter she just like posted in early core? Like, I can't so with her. her. Somebody take her phone. <laughs> yeah, that was not like, good. <laughs> girl, it's like go paint on a boat and like have sex with a daddy or something. Like, just don't tweet, Mare. I don't keep up with her. All mm. I ever see is like all the like Twitter fags that are like, <laughs> you love your, like, what are you, like, just making fun of like how she dresses and everything. And I'm like, I <laughs> yeah. know she's like a pig lover, but like, just let this woman live, laugh, and love. Like, just literally. <laughs> oh my God. She was. I saw her at Penn State when I went there famously and she was wearing like a sweater and boots and like yoga pants. I was like, she is doing nothing. Give us nothing. It was amazing. Irregardless enough about Lana, but yeah, apparently it comes out in like two days. Yeah. I was just shocked that I didn't know anything about it given your history with Miss Del Rey. Miss well, Del Rey. You were you going to ask Bijou a question that was actually relevant to, like, our conversation? To, like, life and things. No, I was just going to ask, how was your core? When did you move to L.A.? And, like, how is it going? So, my quarantine has been, like, Man. not remarkable. <laughs> um, so, I um, haven't really been doing much. I, I, I work at Target, so, like... I'm essential, I guess, you know? Um, so luckily for me, I never, like, was out of a job. You know, you could take that mm -hmm. either way. Some people would say luckily. Um, I would be I going crazy if I was, like, trapped at home. So I am thankful, even if I am at risk or whatever. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. I've totally. Been, you know, I see, like, a tiny group of people every once in a while. But mostly it's, like me and my boyfriend at home, he's been working from home for God knows how long. It feels mm -hmm. like forever, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like this new life. Um, so he works from home, I, you know, work regularly, but uh, it's been pretty uneventful. Team. It just feels like it's been so long. <laughs> That's, it really, like, April just wasn't real, like time is bending in ways that it was never supposed to, but it really is. Yeah, it's We're crazy. coming up on our sixth month anniversary of quarantine, and I'm not going to be able to celebrate it with anyone who I've been quarantined for six months with, because you left a couple weeks ago. My sister and her boyfriend will be moving out of their apartment for all of September, so I'm going to be all alone. Rip. I'll be right next door. We can hang out from a yeah. distance. Do you guys have windows that face each other at least? Uh, not like exactly. If I yeah. climb out on the roof, like maybe. 
Joe has to <laughs> Joe has to climb out onto the roof and like go into the, onto the roof on the alleyway between our two houses, and then I can look out at him from my bathroom. <laughs> That's like the closest you can get. Yeah, I bet if you leaned out your front window and I leaned out of my Emily's front window, we could like we can make it work. We could wave, but yeah. We could just talk on the phone, too. Yeah, there's always that. <laughs> but you've been killing it online, girl. Like, the drag show, like, talk about digital drag and, like, how it blew up. Yeah, so, um, I don't know. Like, initially, I wasn't about, like, trying to do, like, my own show. I was, like, I'm not, I, I don't think that I have, like, the hosting chops. I like mm. to show up and look cute and look pretty and twirl around a little bit, and that's that. You're funny um, though. Okay, but keep going. You know, I mean, I try. Mm -hmm. um, and at one point, I was just like, okay, let's try this. Like, everyone was doing their Instagram live shows, and God knows how horrible those have been. Like, I know. It's it, like, uh, like, it was like making the most of what we had. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. Um, I really enjoyed them while we were doing them. My friend Juliana and I, um, we were getting together because she lives just like, you know, right across town. And we were getting together and like sitting down and having these performers pop up at the bottom half of our Instagram screen. Yeah. And it was what it was. And it was fun. And then, um, you know, we kind of, things started escalating a little more. And it was like, okay, don't see people. And we were like, okay, yeah. well, we need to set a good example. Let's not do it like that anymore. Um, and so we were kind of doing, um, like, the split screen ourselves, which is hard. Because yeah. then it's like, okay, well, bye. Now I got to host this queen or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and we did that for a while. And then eventually just took like a break and it was like, um, I don't even know when the break was, but it felt like forever that we were doing that. And then I recently was like, Twitch seems fun, but I can't wrap yeah. my head around it. I was like, I've tried it once or twice and mm -hmm. it's like too much. Like, you know, cause any Twitch show you've seen, like they've got their graphics and they've got like, you yeah. know, it's either you have to be like, like doing all this stuff. And I'm like, like I said, like if I was at home and not working, like I could maybe devote time to this, but I was like, I yeah. can't. And All of then, a sudden these girls have a legendary budget with a green right? screen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. And so I like a uh, local queen here, Florida man put on a like how to Twitch, like very like basics, like on Zoom. Thing. And I was like, let me just tune into that. I had nothing going on that night. And basically it was like all the things you need to just like kind of get like a decent stream running. And I was like, okay, I can totally handle that. So I have recently like moved the like Instagram show to Twitch and it's still kind of bare bones, yeah. but it's nice because I, at least for me, um, performance wise, I only did like two Instagram live shows and I hated it. Mm. Just because it's like, <laughs> most of them like no tea, like no shade to anybody, but it's like it's a lot form. of it's like, yeah. it's like not great quality because it's Instagram live. And then it's like a queen like stomping around in like her empty living room. Which, her literal empty living room. It's like set dressing is important, you know? right? And it's hard. And I, I don't. It's have very hard. Yeah. Either like I don't have a good like place in my apartment to be set up unless I'm sitting somewhere in front of a blank wall. So, I do like the Twitch format in that you can spend that time like editing a video and like putting in all yeah. this like, effort and creativity and care. So it's, it's like the season twelve hard. finale. It's yeah. like everybody yeah. make a cute like actual short film YouTube vid. Yeah. <laughs> Or yeah. like be perfect and be Jada in your living room. Right, like if you can yeah. perform and you can dance, like by all means do that, but I know I can't. Yeah. So I'm like, let me see how creative 
and how many like green screens I can use. Absolute. That is totally suited to your aesthetics. Yeah. Iconic. I, I saw you tweet out like 15, maybe 15 an hour before we were supposed to start recording that you were going live on Twitch. And I was like, does she remember that we we're <laughs> gonna do this podcast? I was like already, and I was like, well, I've got 45 minutes to kill, so. <laughs> Twitching, do you play games on there at all? I have only recently, and my com I just have like a MacBook Air. It's like mm -hmm. not great. So it's like, it's not very powerful. I tried, honestly, my first like stream where I was like, I'm gonna play games. I was trying to do like Neopets games. So I was like- Mirka Chase for my but, life. Yeah, I was like Mirka Chase and like Ugh. all that. And then I guess like my flash has expired and everyone was like, well, flash is like not a thing anymore. But all oh my Neopets God. Were flash. So I literally was like all set up, ready to play on here and then nothing was loading. So I was like, let me download an emulator and I've been playing Pokemon Sapphire here and there. You better work. Pokemon Sapphire, one of the best. I'm more of a Ruby guy, but I, you know, I love Hoenn no matter what. I grew up with Ruby. That was like one of my first games. So uh, I was like, let me play Sapphire now, something different. Pokemon Ruby is one of like the three games that I've played the most like hours spent playing a game easily. Like I remember, I don't have, I don't think I have the cartridge anymore, but I, I remember it being over a hundred hours on Pokemon Ruby. It was uh, my childhood. I remember begging for it. I didn't even have a Game Boy Advance yet. My parents like got it for me anyway. They were like, okay, but you have to like, it was like an Easter, <laughs> like it was like in my Easter basket. And they were like, okay, but you have to save up for a Game Boy Advance. So that's, I literally had it for probably like two weeks, unable to play it. That's a vibe. Pokemon Ruby came out on one of my birthdays, which was like just Blessed. like convalesced into being perfect for me. Uh, but since we're already talking about it, why yeah. don't we you know introduce it officially? Uh, today we wanted to talk to you about Pokemon, Pocket Monsters. Gotta catch them all, bitch. <laughs> They've actually dropped Gotta Catch Em All from their, uh, like, branding because... That's not canon anymore. Or maybe not for Ash anymore because they, like, realized they could never have him catch all of them. So they, you know, <laughs> they can't, they can't say that. So it's not Gotta Catch Em All. Anymore. What? Why can't you just, like, allude to, like, Gotta Catch Em All? Like, well, it's all just, like... In the new game, not? you can't. So it's, like, I guess that's probably really? why they had to get rid so of it. Literal false advertising. So you're... Wow. You're not allowed to have them all either. That would be unfair to all the other trainers. Right? There's Please too many. Talk to us about Pokemon. Where did your love affair start? Where does it leave you to this day? Um, okay, so I don't even know where to begin. Um it's hard. I am a Pokemon gay, unfortunately. As well wow. as I hate to say that. Um <laughs> I was just talking shit on Disney gays, but I'm like, you know what? I'm probably just as bad. <laughs> But um, my love probably started what I was like seven or eight and involved in these like local like plays and musicals. And Absolutely. like, okay, I don't really know, like looking back, it's kind of weird, but like the local high school would put on these plays. And then for like the tiny roles, they would have like the elementary school kids come to them, which like totally. maybe that's common. I've like never seen that in my life since then. Oh, I've totally seen that. like yeah. a little boy in like Les Mis, like a little dude. Yeah. Like, so it was probably, I was in Rogers and Hammerstein's uh, Cinderella. Oh my God. And um, all the little boys would play like, there was like an N64 setup in the dressing room. And my one friend gave me 
their copy of Pokemon Blue to borrow, and it was like the first Pokemon game I ever played. And I don't really remember playing it much because it was like, he was one of those kids that had a Blastoise that was level like 80 and nothing else. Yeah. And I didn't want to delete his save file. He was like, here, try this. Um, so that was probably my first like, uh, like playing the game. But I also totally went to kindergarten with like a Pokemon t-shirt on the first day of school. 100. And um, it's, you know, it's always been there since then. Yes, she's wearing Jigglypuff now. Like, yeah, nothing's changed. Not There's so all. many Pokemon behind you, too. Just Way to too many. <laughs> oh, uh, my God. I mean, that sounds very similar to my experience. Like, I remember from, like, I, I, I have this distinct memory of, like, pulling into a Blockbuster when I was, like, four years old. And, like, on the front window, there was a poster of, like, it was like a Pokemon poster, and like I, I was like, "What is that?" And I like needed to like, we need. I rented a VHS of it, and like, just that's how it started for me. With oh. where I was just like, and from that moment, I mean, like, it's waned in the past several years, but like, I've just been like, that's like what got me. I think that was like a defining moment of my personality. That like that, and like mm. getting into Power Rangers like the same year probably is like really, wow. really like set me off on my journey. Rita Repulsa. Oh my god, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I feel like I famously, infamously, have never really played Pokemon games. Mm -hmm. Which is like my own journey and my own fault. They do look really fun. But I was also a huge fan of the cards and, of course, the show and attached movies, which were pretty camp. Like, Pokemon is very high camp at times. It's like the stakes are high and it's we are fighting with our pocket monsters. It's super fun. Misty was like everything to me. The episode where she left, I bawled. Like so sad. It was so sad. She was like, mm, "No, I'm gonna do my own thing." And it's like, "Of course you are, Misty." She is the water gym leader, and she's been gone for like seven years. So people haven't been able to get the badge. <laughs> she's and her lost her luck. <laughs> True. Wow. But yeah, no, she just were. The movies were very camp. Like I was listening to a podcast that was like, they talk about like things that happened, you know, like re movie releases and stuff. And when you think about it, like the Pokemon, like soundtrack for the first movie, Britney Spears was on the soundtrack. Oh my I'm pretty God. sure like NSYNC was on the soundtrack. It's a really good soundtrack. Holy shit. Like, and that was, I mean, it was such a big thing. You know what I mean? Like. Was that the one with Mew? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. I had no idea the soundtrack had names like that on it's, it. Yeah, it's, it's a time a really capsule. That's crazy. Ooh, you, okay, gonna need to rewatch. What is your favorite Pokemon? <sighs> That's such a hard question because, like you said, there's like so many. Um, there really are. I think okay, like maybe it's just like the Queen in me. Like my favorite Pokemon is very much like Jinx and like Smeagol. Very cute, like they're queens, you know. Jinx is lit, yeah. Like she's just in full drags every day, and she's the bottle blonde. Like that's what does it. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I Jinx. hate that there's like the like racial tensions behind her and the like Ugh. misconceptions. You know what I mean? Because I feel mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. because of that, she never really gets the attention she deserves. But yeah, you know, queen. You know, very distinct from like year one, Jinx. I feel like when I feel like when I first saw Jinx, I was like very confused and just like it was unlike any other pokemon i had ever seen <laughs> yeah She's and like, it was very much like you know it's a it was a different time 
and Japan's like so mm. behind on like what's appropriate culturally anyway. Absolutely. So, you know. Totally. But there's something like her that reminds me, you know that painting in art history where everyone was so mad because like the lady is finally looking at the viewer like she has sexual like, um, oh, what's the word? Agency? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like a, I think it's like Monet or some shit. It's some impressionist painting. Irregardless, it reminds me of that. She gives me like, because she is like staring at you like dead on and like also touching her boobs. So it's just like, she's, she's asking for your gaze, sexual. but she's also not backing down. She's overtly sexual. Yeah, she's um, uh, iconic. And she owns it. I love a monster, a psychic monster that owns her sexuality. Honestly. Yeah. Like, would she stand up in a fight, though, like, in the games? Like, do you want a jinx? She's not, like, she's not bad. She's mm-hmm. definitely, like, I've used her a few times. She's not, like, sure. the best. But, yeah. you know. If you train any Pokemon with enough love and rare candies, you can get them to be competitive. Absolutely. Exactly. Make sure they see Nurse Joy every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. Take a minute. Sam, who is your fave Pokemon? Obvious. Well, I have like a power four that are like my top faves, but wow. among them, one reigns supreme. Waylord is the greatest Pokemon. <laughs> I love him with all my heart, and he is a huge blue whale. Yeah, you'd be standing, Waylord. Yeah. I, I I think I'm like the number one Wailord fan in the world. I don't have any data to back that up, but I've literally never ever heard anyone else talk about Wailord. Uh, like almost at all, but it, definitely in the way that I do. I feel like your people are out there. I'm sure, and hopefully as, if I keep just putting it out like this, I will eventually meet them, but not yet. And then the other four, since I talked the other three in that quad are Cleffa. Mm-hmm. Blossom and Poliwhirl sort of making like the B tier of my wow. like rankings. I knew Poliwhirl, but Blossom really? Uh, yeah, I love Blossom. She's oh, like she's... a cool, tiny green hula uh, luau girl, and I love her. She literally is so annoying in Smash Bros, though, but mm-hmm. she is a queen. Like, she really pumps that look. Yeah, she's great. And I mean, I, I, it's hard. I mean, like you just said, like it's so hard to pick a favorite Pokemon because they're mm. like. I mean, I do love like all of them, um, and like they just keep adding more and more little creatures for me to love. Yeah, like there's no end, and there shouldn't be. I don't think there's gonna be. No, absolutely not. At this rate, this franchise is also like the most successful of all time. Like, has probably only one of the only ones that's like increased in popularity every year. Like, Scooby-Doo probably has come and gone in popularity, but Pokemon is here. And Pokemon's one of those things where it does, like, kind of, like, die down here and there. And I think that it's kind of just really, like, the last couple years that it's, like, really, really big again. Like, with Pokemon Go and, like, all that stuff. Like, it kind of brought, like, a new audience. Talk about Pokemon Go. Can we talk about how Pokemon Go took over Grindr for, like, a good year? Did anyone else use it as like a gay dating app like I did? Or it was just like, I would go on dates with people to play Pokemon Go or like not solely, but that would be a part of said date. Maybe I'm alone in this. No, like actually kind of because (laughs) 
my ex was like super into Pokemon Go and we played it together a couple times. And uh, that was, I mean, I've never really liked Pokemon Go. And mm. I don't know if this is controversial, but I like, I've just, I don't know. I never got into it and I don't really like it. And it's not fun for me, but I'm glad other people are having fun. Uh, but I actually do kind of know what you're talking about. Cause like that was like an activity we did together, but I guess I wasn't using it as a dating app per se. No. They but maybe I get that was hyperbole on my part. I know, but, but you're you mean sort of like in a Netflix and chill kind of way where you're like, let's very play that. Pokemon Go. Let's play Pokemon let's, Go. I mean, that's sort of just like going on a walk. I use them as well. Yeah. Now that you say it like that, I do there was one time <laughs> where like I was essentially on like a Pokemon Go date and I was like, I don't play it. And they were like, We'll mm -hmm. just download it. And like there's this thing going on right now, and it's like like just play and like, it was the thing. And I'm like yeah. okay and i we like went to a park and there were so many people there playing it and i was just like oh like i mean yeah like like you said i've never been like into it yeah just like when it came out i was like living in like lancaster pennsylvania and i had like no like pokey stops nearby and like no nothing so it was like not enjoying it that's a bummer yeah it's it's cool how it like is an augmented reality game kind of or just that it's like, it is, for sure. yeah. So like, I stand that part of it, and I'm like, innovation work, but it's also just like, yeah, like kind of tiresome to play sometimes, you know. But it's like, if you're into it, go off. But I imagine the like full universe in just your palm is a lot cooler than like walking around the Google Maps that is Pokemon Go. That's how I feel anyway. Like, I mean, we talked about Pokemon Blue specifically earlier, and that was the first one I ever played. Or, well, the first one I ever completed. I had Pokemon Yellow first and then Pokemon Blue. But, like, Pokemon Blue, I put so much time into two. And it's just, like, that's that's Pokemon, that's the Pokemon game for me. But I'm glad, like, I'm glad that it also has, like, mass appeal and that it's, like, free on people's phones, too, if they, like, don't want to put in all the like time of like playing through a pokemon game and like owning a separate console all that sort of stuff is like mm -hmm. obviously barriers to entry that like shouldn't be there for everyone to enjoy pokemon which is what pokemon go gave us she better work yeah it's so, just like accessible like um like i don't know like i know people who's they're like my mom plays pokemon go and she loves it and i'm like my mom doesn't yeah. but oh, yeah that's so cool that like it's accessible for like these people that wouldn't normally sit down and play video games totally Plus, like, I feel like it's potentially giving people who... I feel like a lot of people who play Pokemon Go are probably only into the original 150 Pokemon. And so I feel like um, maybe with these new added generations as they progress, adding them to Pokemon Go, maybe they're, like, sliding them in and sort of making people cool with, like, the other great Pokemon that they've come up with over the years. That's genius. I am one of the people that, like, kind of only knows. And give me 200. Give me 200. I was there for a little bit after 150, but, like, not too much longer, girl. Who's What are you, what are your, some of your favorite Pokemon, Joe? Like, definitely Haunter, just because, like, he is my gay son. But there's also, I like the psychic bitches. Like, Abracadabra is kind of rad. Um, I just got some stickers, and I think I'm an Ekans. No, not an Ekans stand, an Arbok stand. Like, classic. that's real, right? Like, I'm just classic spooky type. Plus, that's, you know, Jesse's most iconic Pokemon, so, like, that all fits into your narrative. Queen of comedy, Jesse. Queen of hairspray, Jesse. How did she pump that look every day? Her hair was <laughs> horizontal. 
Name another bitch doing it like her. I can't. I won't. <laughs> Maybe Diana Dash on a good day. Maybe. Maybe. And like James, never a hair out of place on his bobby there. A queer a icon. Blue bob. A queer icon. I've. Seen, I mean, people say it online, but Team Rocket is uh, gay lesbian solidarity. It just. It just is like this is a working relationship. They are at work. Oh my god, I stand. I'm so proud of them. I really. Do, well, if you, I mean, you are. You say that you're Pokemon gay now, but how does that like manifest in your life, like mm. in general? Um. So, I definitely am like kind of like you. Whereas I, I don't keep up with it like as much as I used to. Like I'm definitely guilty of if you showed me anything from like the last two releases and we're like, name this, there's maybe like a half, a 50% chance that I could tell you exactly what it is. I won't tell anyone. It's just cause it's one of those things where it's like, you know, there's the like nostalgia factor. So I feel like I like that stuff more, but then also I'm like, I do like the new stuff, but I just can't keep up with it. You know, I'm mm -hmm. a busy adult now. I don't have as much time. Um, Girl is booked, and there's a lot of those little fuckers. Yeah, there's over 800 day. of them now. There's and so like, much. Even, le I mean, leading up to Sword and Shield, which was the most recent, like, main entry into the series, I was, I, like, I followed along with everything that was, like, being spoiled and released about the game, fully knowing that I was not going to purchase it, because I just, like, <laughs> wasn't going to, like, play, I was never going to play it. Like, I just mm -hmm. knew I wasn't going to. But like I love knowing about Pokemon. But show so me the new I, girls. Yeah, I, I want to see yeah. the new the new things that are coming out. I just don't, you know, need to put down sixty dollars on it. Absolutely right. And I was like, I was the same way, and I did, but I fully intended on buying it. And I was like, I know that like there's complaints about it, and I still played through it, and I I didn't like beat it like right away because I got kind of bored of it. And again, like I said, I just don't have like the same amount of time for video games and like stuff like that as I used to. Is yeah, this but, the one that um, was like critiqued for being too short? It is pretty short. Okay. It's and short. It's, like, it's also the first one that doesn't have every Pokemon. Like you can't eventually actually get all of them. Uh, and so that's like something a big wow. thing that people were talking about leading up to the release. And that's why they changed the catchphrase. That is that. insane. <laughs> the catchphrase thing is from like 10 years ago. And um, I don't even know if it's like, no, I don't know if I, I remember. Think you're it. right. I think that that's probably why they dropped it because you know, you, like you said, it's false advertising to be that like, so catch them all. and then, but, um, on that note, they like, they really did like, they took a bunch away and then they like, they have to be careful now because I guess they like put out this one like short cartoon thing and mm -hmm. they showed one of the Pokemon that's not in the newest games and like all these people attacked them for it. And they're like, you can't catch uh, that. Why are you including it there? Uh, and they were like, they had to like issue an apology or something and be like, Oh yeah, you're right. See, this is why Bijou uh, is afraid to declare to the world that she's a Pokemon gay. Like this is, I, this is why like hmm. people are cr crazy like if, uh, uh, people who are adults who are fans of children's things are like so alarmingly unaware Terrifying. of their yeah. situation and like do not understand that things aren't for them and like are like awful about so mm -hmm. many things that are not for like for them it's okay that you enjoy it but like calm down and understand that this is Absolutely. for children like anyone mad about any Star Wars movie, I just like need to ask you to take so many seats. Like here is a couch, here is a chaise lounge for you to sit the fuck down up in. Like, what are you talking about? I agree. Yeah, I actually just saw a really long argument about 
the most recent Star Wars films because the guy who did Episode Eight is teaming up with the guys who did the Game of Thrones series, and they're adapting a, a like sci-fi trilogy that came out over the past couple of years. Oh. Um, and that was just announced today, and it caused quite a stir online because people are still feeling a lot about Game of Thrones. Yeah, sure. And Star Wars. It was like two, it was like the worst possible combination. But it did generate a lot of like, you know, talk about it. So like maybe they know what they're doing. All press stream men are cowards. Famously good press. Oy vey. Oh my god. Did you see Detective Pikachu, either of you? I did not see it, but that was I part did. of the Pokemon Renaissance. I did, yeah. It was so like it was really good. It was I like believe it. I believe the script I, was good. I think like I'm the type where I've always been like because I think a lot of people are like, oh my god, Pokemon, make them look real. Like make them like make the games mm. look like, you know, like I don't Breath know. Of the wild yeah, or like you know, yeah. these, like, crazy like big games. And I'm like, I don't think it's made to like it's not it was never made with that intention. And I think that Detective Pikachu did a really good job of making them kind of look like they fit in the real world, but not like making them these disgusting, grotesque monsters. They're yeah. still like cute and it's still like true to kind of like the original yeah. intention. Yeah. I hate when I see that sort of artist representations of like a really gross, like a Jigglypuff that's all skin. It's like, I don't want to see this. Ew, I just right. want to see a pink. She's a pink, pink orb. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that's, I'm happy they, I know it was like terrible for the Sonic animators and shit but i was so much happier when sonic was back to his like pointy simple non super furry self you know with like an overbite or whatever he has like who cares just draw I him like it, he is i thought that the sonic thing was like an interesting idea and i wanted to like i was more interested in that version of the movie than i was in like the ultimate i didn't go see it but like I like. I think that it's interesting of them to like make this bold, very bold choice. You know, I guess. But like, it was hard to look at. It was really ugly, and I would <laughs> love to like see that version of it. I think. Oh but God. yeah, no, I don't know. I saw the movie. My boyfriend and I were on like a Jim Carrey kick, and we were watching like all these Jim Carrey movies on Netflix, mm -hmm. kind of coincidentally, um, not necessarily like going out of our way to do so. And then we watched Sonic, and maybe oh, an shit, he's opinion, but he's hot in that movie. <laughs> Is it the mustache? I think so. Mm. I do love evil Sonic. I believe it. He's like not an unattractive man, and he's not problematic. I don't think for a white man. No, he's just a painter. He's just weird. Yeah, he's yeah, pretty. His, his art. I he's, forgot about. Has that. a pretty good record. Uh, I actually, I yeah, mean, he's like a very abstract painter. Oh, I thought he did like political cartoons. I forget. Um, I earlier this week I was like looking for something to watch, and I didn't know what I was gonna. I did like I just finished Legend of Korra last week, and I was like on the hunt for a new thing to watch. And I on Netflix, I just heard that there was like, uh, Pokemon Journeys is like a good version of the anime that's like just starting to come out now and so i started i've started watching that and it is really good and i love the new animation for ash like it's so cute and just like it's it's all oh, cool. it's it's like sort of a different style for like the people at least i'm i think the pokemon are pretty much this like very similar but it is it's very fun and it's it's really bringing me back and it's really nice to watch the show and some like i just i heard that this version was good so i'm giving it a try 
Yeah, between this one and the anime that they like based off of Sun and Moon, they kind of went with like a more like young and like fresh like animation approach. And I think when they mm. were initially like showing that off, people were really upset because like again, it's like all these like grown up adults that like love this and like have grown up with this, which like again, like I get, but like it's not for you. You're not the target yeah. audience. So it's like it's much more of that like young, like goofy animation, but it's still like you know, it looks like what it used to, but it's more goofy and more animated and more everything. And it's the the new one on Netflix is really good. I really enjoy it, and it's kind of like an interesting like reboot sort of. Yeah, they, I don't know how far you are in it. I just finished um, what they've put up so far, and it's cool because it's they're kind of like tying in everything, uh, and it's just like nice to kind of go back to all these like places and. They named the main character that's not Ash Go, which like Pokemon Go. Oh my god, no way, yeah. And his goal, yeah. so their like their big thing is like Ash is always like, Oh, I want to be a Pokemon master. And like in this one, everyone's like, What does that mean? You do be saying that. They're like, What what is that? They're mm -hmm. like, You want to be the strongest? And he's like, No, I want to be a master. And they're like, You wanna catch them all? And he's like, No, I just want to be a master. Whereas like Go his actual goal is to catch them all. So, like, oh, in the first, like, two episodes, he's got, like, more Pokemon than Ash has in the past, like, 15 years. Damn. It's wild. And he, like, wants to go and catch Mew because he, like, ran into Mew when he was a five-year-old. And he's like, <sighs> that's my, like... I Mew is so cute. I Like, it's unbelievable. It's just, it's just like, a pink mouse who can fly, and yeah. it is horrible. She's designed to be the cutest thing in the universe. But we're gonna have to reckon with like the weird trophy hunting aspect of Pokemon at some point. It's cool that they get digitized though, and like they're still alive, and like they turn into red light. Like that makes it okay for me, because like maybe they're just in like some weird little slumber in this like cyber egg. I don't know. How do we feel about the ethics of like? Because then it's like also cockfighting. <laughs> it is, but I think that like what sets it apart from cockfighting is that. <laughs> Even in the wilderness, these creatures fight by themselves, like team, without team, team, team. leadership of man. It's and just like so having a pet. It is like having a pet that is predisposed to fighting other pets. And yes, yeah, like I feel like Pokemon, Pokemon always does a really good job of like making it, it clear that like the trainers love their Pokemon so much. And then mm. if a Pokemon is being treated badly by their trainer, you're supposed to like hate that person. Obby, so like Obby. it like. It, I think it's like different because they're supposed to fight each other. The messaging is clear and it's like mostly teaching kids empathy towards animals at the end of the day. I love that. Did you guys see t uh, this week about this new game, Pokemon Masters X? No. Yeah. Well, they released, a, there's a new Pokemon game, like, for your mobile phone, I think, and it's called Pokemon Masters X, and a ha they started using the hashtag, po hashtag Pokemon Masters X, and when you type that out and only read it and don't say it out loud, it looks like Pokemon Master Sex, and um, th yeah. that was sort of causing a fervor earlier this week, and I just wanted to bring that up because it made me laugh a lot. Oh my god. I didn't see that, but that's funny because literally somebody just posted, it was, I saw a friend post, it's like those, like, sex ads for, like, hot sexy milfs in your area, mm -hmm. and it was, oh like, a joke on that, and I was like, oh my god, but now I get it. Was, <gasps> was it Jinx? Was it Jinx? Like, one year anniversary, no, it wasn't, unfortunately. It's, like, the <sighs> one year anniversary of that game, and they decided to add the EX on the end. Oh my god. Because, I don't know, I guess it's, like, a 
you know, it makes it seem cooler. They need some gays but, in the fucking marketing offices across the world. Like somebody would have caught I mean, that. It's, it's not even just gays. It's just like anyone with a with like. It just feels like it's tech savvy so, bitches. It's the first thing you would think. Mm -hmm. of. I don't know. It's just like like nobody ever wrote it. it out. I guess. I guess literally <laughs> never even did it make it onto a PowerPoint. They were just like, yeah, that's perfect. Go with that. LOL. They do add EX to things. I, I know that's a thing in the card game. Not I haven't gotten a Pokemon card in probably 20 years, but I know that they have like EX on like some strong Pokemon. I don't know enough about the card game to talk. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like she's extra strong. I guess so. <laughs> Sickening. Oh my God, have we exhausted? I mean, we could sit here and chat Pokemon all day. Who's Flareon is another fave of mine. I was surprised you didn't say Flareon before, but I didn't yeah. know if you had grown out of her. No, I stand Flareon. Like, what an evolution. Have you seen Sylveon, the fairy evolution of Eevee? Because I feel like you would like her too. Yeah, that sounds faggy and beautiful. She's cute. She's got ribbons and bows. Yeah. And, uh, pink and she's blue. Like a half done up Sailor Moon. I would say like this Still would fit ribbon. in. Full, like fully in the, like I feel like she'd be in the group if she like came uh, up. I stand. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'd be. I know what you mean. Like. Like I could talk about Pokemon for always and will. I'm sure forever. Love. You know that little yellow mouse. Uh. But I. I think we could move on to our final segment of the show. If that's okay. I love it. The last segment of the show is called iconic, not iconic. Bijou, have you played before? I've never played, but I um, am down for whatever. Don't Why don't worry. we go run over the rules, Joe? <laughs> sure. Please. So Sam and I have both prepared some topics. We will say it aloud, count down from three, and then we'll be like, iconic or not iconic, shout aloud your answer. And then the audience will play along at home, wherever they are. And then we'll have a short discussion following. Joe, do you want oh, to yeah. go first? Short answer. Yeah, sure. Um... First up, we got from the Mario Cannon family, Princess Daisy. Okay, y'all, not Princess Peach, Miss Princess Daisy. Three, Three two, one. one. Iconic. Not iconic. iconic. I'm guys. I know. Wow. I said not iconic. I really don't think that she has like gotten to the level. I mean, she's like I. As far as any, as far as I'm concerned, like most Mario characters are iconic, but I feel like it's hard. Yeah, most people probably don't know who Daisy is, especially when they compare it to like Mario Peach. Like I feel like people know them for sure. Then they sure. know like Luigi, Yoshi, Toad for sure. But I feel like Daisy is like just above Waluigi when it comes to like what people might know if they're not in the in the know. You're not wrong. And she's not even memed like Waluigi has, you know what I mean? Yeah, she, but I feel like people I sort of know I, her as being similar to Peach. Vibe. Bijou, what do you have to say? I feel like she's low-key, like, queer-coded. 100%. So I think yeah. for that reason, she is slightly iconic. Yeah. Um, they gave her, like, the short hair, and she's the tomboy. And recently on Twitter, I found this thread of videos where, like, she's got this, like, magic strap on, and she is... <laughs> Giving it to Pete. <laughs> if I have it, I think I like bookmarked it because I was so shocked by it. And if I have it bookmarked, I will absolutely send it your way. Oh my God, please do. It's yeah. like 10 minutes. 
That's what I'm looking for. That's the Daisy content we need. Yeah, I mean, I, if that leaked and went viral, like I'm sure she would be able to turn it Kim Kardashian-esque into a entire reality oh, TV wow. franchise. But I don't know if that's her path currently. Peach would come crawling back then. <laughs> Hello. Well, Bijou, I bring out Princess Daisy. You've done so many Princess Peach looks that are just like iconic beyond all belief. You're like very inspired by her. I'm very inspired. She is the, my lip inspiration. I just do the big round pink lips. Slay. Yeah, I totally see it. Yeah. Thank you. But yeah, Princess no, she's an icon. Like, always my, was my favorite, like, Smash Brothers character, always my favorite, like, Mario Party character, Mario Kart, everything. I was just going to say, I am a Princess Peach main at heart, mm. but sometimes I'll go Daisy just to throw them off because they're the exact same character. Just kind of spice it up a little bit every once yeah. in a while. That's true. They'd be having the same moves. I see this narrative as Daisy being queer coded in the Mario universe though. Like I see it, it's there, that's real, that's real. All right, Sam, what do we got up, next? We have training montages. Three, Three two, two, one. one. Iconic. iconic. For sure. Wait, Miss Bijou, did you say not iconic? I said not iconic. Go off, please. Explain. I just feel like we don't need them. <laughs> They're just overdone. Can we come up with something else? It is a little hack of a move now, you know? It's like, because now everyone's like, oh, let's do it ironically. And then it's just like, well, are you flipping it in any way? Are you making it your own at all? Or are you just doing another montage, girl? Exactly. Let's That's talk fair. about the filmography. So don't let, me, don't let me be the judge. I want to hear what's so iconic about it to you, too. Well, I mean, I, to give into your point a little bit, I, I agree that, you know, they do take a long time. Plus, I feel like when we get the montage, we're not like, with our character through the building of the strength, we just come out on right. the other side of a. We just let Gwen Stefani do the heavy lifting yeah. and have I'm just a girl playing in the background. That's fair. It's a um, cop out. And it's I love so that. True. Like, don't get me wrong, I want to watch Cher Horowitz get changed and like, I want to watch that Charlie X6 video that's like mostly just a montage. Like, I like it when it's good in camp. Like, what would all of these movies have been without the stupid montages? Like, Romy and Michelle, like, the list goes on. So that's why I say they're iconic, because, like, even though it's so cliche now, it's just like, oh, my God, you know what? Fine, give me a reel. Give me a supercut of all of them, and I would watch. Yeah, I would watch. plus the most iconic Disney song of all time is a training montage, and that is Be a Man but from Wow. Mulan. So, uh, you know, like, that is... That speaks for itself for me. I think that that one validates all training montages. That is a large statement, but you're probably, I mean, there's a lot of power behind that fucking song. Yeah. That's fair. I, if there's one iconic training montage, that would be it. Yeah. Because there's also like character growth visible from just the movements and like the small lines they do have in the song. Like they just didn't, they didn't phone it in to Miss Gwen Stefani. They like wrote a crazy Disney song with a ton of complicated, but very good lyrics. One of the best. One Joe, the what's, best. Our, what's our final iconic, not iconic? Last up. Okay, well, they're kind of related and there's two, but we'll just do one, we'll just do one. It's Azealia Banks's Bussy Boy Soap. Are we familiar with the product? Okay, three. three. Two, two, one. one. 
I think it's iconic, iconic beyond all belief. <laughs> Absolutely so will, you explain, will you explain what that is for the listener? Sure. So the um, famous and infamous rappers, Zillia Banks, Songstress, Seamstress, and Witch, um, sells soap. Like, as not only merch, but like a side business fully to her music career. And um, one of them is like targeted towards gay boys and it's called Bussy Boy Soap and like one's blue and one's peach and she throws them out into the crowd at concerts and I fucking stand, I wanna try it. And I saw that she got restocked today on Instagram. So... Is the, intention, is the intention behind her soaps to be a second soap that you also use specifically on your mm. whole, or is it a whole body experience? It's this whole soap. It's whole soap. Have you ever used it, Miss Bentley? Have. You better work. Okay, so um, I don't even remember who. A friend I want one like, gave my boyfriend a small bar of it for like Christmas or something like as mm -hmm. a like joke gift. And so obviously it was a small bar shared between two people. So I sure. didn't notice much of a difference and I only used it a couple times, but the goal is to like lighten your hole with it. <gasps> oh, gag, I didn't realize it was a lightning. Like a bleach? Kind of thing. Oh. I mean, yeah, whatever they do to lighten, you mm -hmm. know, dark spots or your hole. But yeah, the intention is, um, Oh to, my god! Because she, she would tweet, and she uh, there was at least one tweet where she's like, "Send me your nastiest, most beat up." Oh yeah, and I will send you some of my soap. <laughs> I remember that. Who's got the most beat up butt, yeah. so she can send you a bar of soap? Oh my god! But I think god. it's also iconic because no one—I don't know anybody else doing that—and not right. to knock uh, a businesswoman. But I know that there have also been like a lot of issues where people are like, I ordered this soap and it's been months and months and months and I never got it. Right. And while I do feel bad for the customers, I know how hard it is to mail stuff out sometimes. I was just about to say, <laughs> girl, Azealia's yeah. just like you at the USPS. Like she's the one who's taken way too long. She's exactly. got like 20 packages. <laughs> but I think in and of itself, like posting on Twitter about how the butt soap you ordered months ago hasn't come. <laughs> like that makes it more iconic. That alone, exactly. That just builds the brand. It builds the mythos. It makes me want to buy more soap so it gets here later and later and so that she keeps tweeting. Like she's a genius. Especially because this person is like, give me my soap. They're not like give me my money back. They're like, I still want the soap. <laughs> my butthole is racks. I need it. Girl, I tweeted. You saw it. <laughs> oh my God. I'm obsessed. Okay, but also I saw recently after the VMAs, Gaga launched Chromatica soap to like, but less so for um, marketing towards like bussies, but more so like COVID, wash your hands, bitch, stay I safe, bitch. I was like, I know, right? <laughs> it's like, can I, I wash my hole with this? <laughs> I yeah, no one has really released like designer Purell, or it, it, not in my worldview. I just saw on my Instagram, there's like some sex worker owned amazing brand out of Brooklyn or something. People be hopping on. I feel like a bunch of breweries too that normally make like vodka started making hand sanitizer uh, instead and shit. That's totally sense. a thing. I can say as a retail worker, we carry like a thousand different brands of hand sanitizer now. All these like brands that I've never heard of in my life. Popped up. And people are like, oh, but I only want Purell or I only want, you know, whatever. So we've got like... You know, like a couple months ago, you couldn't find hand sanitizer anywhere. We've yeah. got more than we could ever have anything to do with. 
<laughs> Absolutely. Oh my God. Well, I believe we completed Iconic Not Iconic. Thank you for yeah. playing, Ms. Bentley. Thank you so much for having me. That was amazing. Of course. And may I just Thank say, you. oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you go. Say, your hair is serving me like Ariana on the VMAs the other night. Thank you. I just need my mask. Honestly, <laughs> I loved all of Gaga's masks. And I loved Ariana fixing hers live on the air. That was like very fun to watch. This is entertainment. Okay, There's Sammy, what were you going to say? I was just going to thank Bijou for being here. We've reached mm. the end of the show. This has been so amazing. Before we get to where we can find everyone on this wonderful podcast, we always, always, always want to remind everyone to go out and get tested. Uh, we've been saying we've been saying that for saying years, for years. Mm -hmm. uh, well before. we so It used to mean something different, and now we still mean it that way, but we, you know, know your status in all sorts of different ways. Uh, we want to remind mind. everyone to go out and register to vote if and vote on when it's available to you. Uh, Absolutely. I you, was sorry. Oh yeah, I, go for it. I was on um, a poll worker fucking town hall Zoom last night. It was crazy. Like, Billie Eilish was there in the end. Maybe I didn't watch the whole thing. But I'm going to be a poll worker in Pennsylvania. So, like, if you can do that and you're, like, of young age girl, do it. Because, like, all the old fogies that normally do it are, like, crowding in their homes because of COVIDina. Yeah. yeah. If you're able, vote in person. Uh, and if you're like, I mean, Joe, I think it's a, a great idea for young people to go and work the polls uh, in, all, in, all, in all manners. Uh, and uh, lastly, always give, give back. We want to tell everyone, you know, get, get, spend, a, spend a dollar if you have a dollar or uh, put your time into something that is worthwhile. Absolutely. Bijou, where can our fans follow you? Um, you can follow me on all sorts of social media, but I make it difficult because I'm pretty sure they're all something different. <laughs> um, I'm on Facebook, but I don't really use that. You know what I mean? Like, that's for mm. local stuff. Um, I am on Instagram at bijou.bentley because somebody took Bijou Bentley and um, tried to make Evil. it <laughs> Um And I am on Twitter at Benny Bijou, because it's, you know, a little bit of boy content, a little bit of lady content. Sure. Um, I post on my performances on YouTube, usually, um, you know, when I'm out and performing. So those are easy to find if you look for me there. Um, OnlyFans, you know, there's you can find a link to that if you look hard enough. Work. Uh, she's everywhere, you know. She's every woman. We will link all of these lovely things in the Instas and the Twitters and everything. For sure. You can follow me at QueerBoQueen on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you, can, oh, Sam. you can follow our podcast, Word on the Straits, on Instagram and Twitter, at Word on the Straits, STR8S. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter, at Sam Stanish. And you can follow my other podcast, where I talk about Avatar The Last Airbender and... Big Brother currently in Hope, I mean Survivor, when it eventually comes back, not yet. Well, never. Uh, hopefully sometime soon. Uh, I, that's the Bitter Jurors podcast, at Bitter Jurors Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And actually, before we go, we do have a five-star <laughs> review to read from uh, Apple Podcasts. Oh, my uh, God. That I saw earlier this week. Okay. This is from Apple Podcast user Brian Scally. 
Uh, and he says, the epitome of straight culture. I'm so glad Sam and Joe are here to educate the masses on all things straight culture. Both hosts are equally hilarious and charming. This podcast should be mandatory listening in every school. Wow. Wow. That's an LGBTQ syllabus, if I've ever heard one. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Man, LGBTQ community. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Well, thank you so much, Brian Scally, wherever you yeah. may be. If you are listening to this, you I mean, you'll please write in, and we would love to have a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Uh, and that's it for the show. Bichu, thank you again so much for being here. Literally. Thank you. It was such a pleasure. Such a queen. Thank you so much.